This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Praise God, praise God, praise God. You know, we take him back with the devil has stolen, all right? You know, holding on to grudges is like drinking poison and hoping the person offended you is going to get sick. You know, you drink the poison, you hope the person offended you is going to get sick. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And I don't know how many demons I've cast out of Christians because of that very thing. Because it opens the door for the devil. Amen? It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Praise the Lord. Well, we've had wonderful, wonderful meetings today. So wonderful. That uh, message from Dr. David was really good as well. Enjoyed that very much. Enjoyed that very much. And, of course, Apostle um, Alan Bagg, very good. And now, <clears throat> forgiveness from Pastor Warren, very good. All very important, very important messages, very important messages. Praise the Lord. Um, about 30 years ago, no, about 25 years ago, we went to visit um, Pastor Bev's sister, Brenda, who was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and her husband, George. And they had two kids, George and Robbie. And they were the same age, they're cousins, obviously, of Natalie and Candace, they're the same age. And they were talking about going fishing when, they, when we got there. So they were going to take him to the river behind the house and take him fishing. So um, that morning, we arrived that morning, I was praying in the bedroom. I had my knees on the floor, my elbows on the bed. And they were getting ready in the, in the lounge, getting their fishing stuff ready, putting on their fishing clothes and getting the fishing pole ready and all that stuff, you know, the fishing rod, whatever you call it. And um, so I had this burden to pray. I was praying along very nicely, no problem. After about an hour, suddenly I got this burden to pray. So what's a burden? It's a, a heaviness in your spirit, in your heart. You just know that's new, that's different. All of a sudden it comes and you know that something's wrong. And so I looked to my heart, right? Because that's where the Spirit is, in your spirit. The Holy Spirit's in your spirit. And when I, I said, Holy Spirit, what's going on? And I knew immediately, Natalie, our, our oldest daughter, her life's in danger. She's going to die if I don't pray. So I got up from my knees and I went straight through to the living room, to the lounge. And I watched, I stood in the doorway, watching the four kids being so happy as I prepared to go fishing. And I knew in my heart I needed to go with them fishing. And then my head said, don't do that. You're going to rain on their parade. They want the freedom to do what they need to do, enjoy themselves. So I already checked out this little stream is fine. They go there all the time. So... Um, <clears throat> I said, no, I'll just ignore that, and I didn't follow through. 
Say this. Always instantly obey the voice of your spirit and lean not to your own understanding. Of course, when you cross in the street, you lean to your understanding, otherwise you're going to have that run-down feeling. But I uh, decided to go back and pray and leave that. So I got on my knees and I began to pray another half an hour, <clears throat> so 15 minutes or so. And the same thing happened. So I got up again, went to the lounge, and there they were laughing, getting ready. They were almost ready to go. And I said, my heart, I knew I must go with them to the, to, to the river to fishing. But my head said, they're so happy, and this is, there's no, no, no danger. And I had, my head talked my heart out of it. I went back to pray. So <clears throat> then uh, a little while later, the same thing happened. So I got up and I went to the lounge, and they were gone. So I went back to pray some more, and that seemed to lift. That sense of danger seemed to lift. So I thought, well, maybe I prayed through. Then I said to George, is there a gym around here somewhere? And he said, yes. Um, five minutes down the road, ten minutes down the road. So I said, please take me there. So he took me, and uh, I went in, and I paid for my workout. And there was no one else in the gym. And uh, behind the counter, the guy was sitting, reading a book. And the music was so loud, he couldn't hear me. So I was working out in the gym. And then all of a sudden, this burden came back to my heart. And I looked to my heart, what is it? What's, what's going on? I felt like somebody had died. And I thought, who's died? And it was, I felt like somebody in my family has died. Now I'm experiencing this as if they've already died. And I've got this terrible grief in my heart like they already died. So God's giving me a preview of what's going to happen if I don't pray. So I looked to my heart and said, what is this, Holy Spirit? And I knew right away again, he said to me, your, your daughter Natalie is going to die. Pray. So I said, Satan, well, firstly, I said, Holy Spirit, you know what's going on. I yield to you now. Pray for this situation. The Holy Ghost knows everything. He's the one that's talking to me, right? He wants me to pray. So I just turned up to him and I began to intercede. Romans 8, 26, 27. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for us, carrying us into the purpose and plan of God. And he, uh, and in verse 28, all things work together for good, right? So he began to work all things together for good. As I prayed, I'm praying out aloud. This music's so loud, I can hardly hear myself praying, and I'm praying loud. And this guy's over the counter. He can't see me. I can't see him. He's sitting down. It's a high counter. So I'm walking around the gym just praying. I'm not exercising now. And then the Holy Spirit says to me, bind the devil. So I said, Satan, in the name of Jesus, I bind you. You will not harass my, my daughter. In the name of Jesus, she'll live and not die. And then I, uh, I carried on praying in tongues again. Come praying in tongues again. And I prayed for another half an hour because I told him to come back in an hour. Then the Holy Spirit says to me, put the angels of God around her. So I said, angels of God, I release you to go work now and protect her. And Satan, you bound in the name of Jesus. And I carried on worshiping and praising God. 
praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. And then um, after doing that, now I've been praying already an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Now I'm in the gym prayer another hour. So now after that time, I sense this burden lifting. Now what's that mean? It means that the heaviness, this grief of somebody dying is gone, and I sense joy starting to come back into my heart. Joy, like victory, like you want to laugh and sing, start happening inside here. So I knew inside me, she's going to be fine. So when George arrived, I said, George, take me to where they're fishing. So he says, well, we'll have to park the car at the house and walk. I don't know how to get there. I've never been. So we parked the car, and we walked up the street, uh, along the street where all the houses were. And behind the houses were these thick reeds, and each reed about that much around, about four inches in diameter, the reed. The, and they went up high as this roof, these uh, bamboo poles. And uh, so you couldn't even put your hand between them. And we walked like, you know, half a kilometer that way, half a kilometer this way. We couldn't find any path to this little river. And I thought to myself, where do these kids go through here to get the river? You know, we didn't find any place. So then uh, we went back to the house, and Pastor Bev arrives, and I told her what's going on. So she stopped praying up a storm. Then um, the phone rings. It's the police. We got your kids, come down to the police station. So we went down there, and we could see Natalie's totally ruffled up, and she's wearing George's T-shirt as a dress. Now, in those years, they used to wear these T-shirts down here, you know. And uh, so when he gave that to her, it's a perfect dress for her. So she's sitting there wearing George's T-shirt, and he's got no top on. So we said, what on earth is going on here? And they told us that they were, they were fishing on the bank of this little river, and they heard a voice in the reeds saying, come up here. Uh, I want to see a fishing license. So George, the oldest boy, was 15, he stood up and he turned around. You couldn't see anybody. There was a clearing there, but no one was visible. And he said, I'm 15. I'm not 16. None of us are. We don't need a fishing license. So this voice said, yes, you do. I'm an inspector. Come up here. So they all walked up. And as they got into this area where the clearing was, away from the river, this man comes out around the corner of some reeds, and he's got his T-shirt around his head, um, uh, and all you see is his eyes sticking out, or some cloth around his head, and he's totally naked. I mean, totally naked, okay? So he grabs hold of Natalie. The kids run away. He throws her on the ground and starts taking her clothes off. Now, <clears throat> Natalie... And Candace, and I don't know about George and, and Robbie, but Natalie and Candace at that time weren't, I wouldn't say, on fire Christians. They were definitely born again. You got it? At that time. Now they are. Because we made them go to church. You know, when you train a child to brush his teeth, you don't say, if you feel like brushing your teeth today. Right? You say, this is, we're going to brush teeth though. This is how you do it. Follow me. Make him do it, right? Train a child in the way it should go. So I remember Candace and Natalie standing in the front row after they'd been out all night. 
lying to us. And Kenneth fell asleep. Standing up, Nochal. And possibly have took off our high heel shoes and threw it at her while she's on the platform to wake her up. The whole church saw it. I don't know if any of you were there that day. She was like 13, 14 years old. Anyway, so I'm saying they weren't spiritual hot rods, right? But naturally in that case, the situation, this guy on top of her had two options. One, to fight back physically, and she'd be no match for the six foot two, 25-year-old man. Second option was to use spiritual authority. And so she used spiritual authority, which would not have happened normally. But because of the intercession, this happened, right? She screamed out the top of her lungs, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And when she said that, the man was dazed. And he got up and he was dazed. The demon in him was now freaking out. So she got up and ran and didn't know which pathway the others took, but she just ran, thinking he's behind her. And she ran as fast as she could for about 200 meters, and she got out the clearing, and there was a soccer field. And the three kids were waiting there. They took off a T-shirt and gave it to her. Now, they could have left and gone and found the police, and then Natalie wouldn't know where they were. And um, they would have taken how much time to get there, and they couldn't have rescued her anyway. It would be all over by then. So according to what I heard in the spirit, she would have been dead, raped and dead, right? But it didn't happen. Why? Here's the thing. The Holy Ghost praying in the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost listening to the Holy Ghost. You see, when you pray in the Spirit, you're going to hear what He's saying. Because He makes intercession according to the will of God. And we know what the mind of the Holy Spirit is. Because He's praying for us. That's Romans 8, 26, 27. Now, it's in my book on how to recognize the voice of God. And also a new book I just wrote on um, the shield of faith. I use the scriptures, uh, the TW translation of Romans 8, 26 and 27. And you'll see in there, it's talking about the Holy Spirit revealing to us, not only praying the will of God, but revealing what the will of God is while you're praying. So I encourage people to say, when you pray in tongues, say this. Just stop and say, Praise God, I know exactly what I'm praying about. And then carry on. And just then after a while again, say, praise God, I know exactly what I'm praying about. And carry on. And if you'll do that, you'll be surprised at how much you will know about the future and what's happening in your life. Because the Holy Ghost is praying God's will for you and carrying you into it. And not only for you, for you but for your children, for your family. Now, I can tell you a story just like that about Jacques, a youth pastor. Um, God told me to pray for him two o'clock in the morning one day, woke me up, told me to pray for him, and God saved his life. My wife, Candace, uh, other staff members and other people. And these stories are in my book on hearing God's voice. But the Holy Ghost will, if you're praying in tongues, he'll start guiding you and talking to you and revealing things to you. God sent him, John 6, 
um, uh, John uh, 13, John 14, verse 13 to 16. Jesus said, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth and show you things to come. So that the Holy Spirit will show me the future. That's why Jesus sent him. That's what he said. That's what Jesus said. So today as we pray in the Holy Ghost, I believe not only will he pray God's will for you, for your family, to, for, for protection, but prosperity and success, and you'll organize people, places, and circumstances ahead of time. So when you get there, you'll get a favorable report, favorable oh, 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 reception, and people will, will help you and promote you and move you on to promotion in every area of your life. You see, the Holy Ghost wants the best for you, right? Because you are His child, and He wants to show the world His greatness through you. If you'll let Him do it by praying in the Holy Ghost, He will do it. So, and then not only that, He's going to do that for you and your family uh, and for your city, your neighborhood, and your country, and <clears throat> the world. He'll move the Antichrist spirit back and the kingdom of Christ forward. And that's what's going to happen here. Great things are going to happen as we pray now. Mighty things are going to happen now. Mighty things. Supernatural. Supernatural. When you pray in tongues, you're speaking divine secrets. Not to you and God, but to the world, to the unsaved, to the devil. Supernatural secrets, God's plan and blessings for you. You're bringing them to pass. Amen? All that Christ purchased is yours. Now we're going to pray now. And just the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So we're going to really, really pray in the seat. Just like you have been doing the last few days. I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. We're going to pray for God's purpose to be fulfilled in South Africa, America, uh, the other nations of the world, and in your lives. Amen? All right, say this with me then. Say, Dear Holy Spirit, I thank you for living in me. You are dunamis power, and I'm going to allow you now the freedom to pray through me and bring about your plan of purpose in my life, in my family, in my community, at my work, in our church, and our city, our nation, and the world. God's purpose come to pass. Satan's kingdom will retreat. His plans and purposes shall be exposed. His agents shall be saved or neutralized. And God's people will be promoted and souls will come to salvation. I believe many souls will be swept into the kingdom of God as I pray. Let's pray. 
ombro moku boradiga brasanda lasha kidesno shoku embamba la digaya la kiblo solo branca banadishi amana kopo lakasterek brakades kribo womushkaya enda namanga blakudushidibi ambra kolombo mandala gasadasi Endoromokalokida, Ambla Makela Maso Bashan, Embre Mikedaya, O Bobushukida, Endanamakadi, Emblomokoko, Ambalanagidas, Lokibalamasabaya, Kamalanabako Bolushi, Embra Mangadebeka, Goramakamblada Kuru, Zamblade Gabarasada, Emblokura Badikas, Embla Manga Ambrabiki, Omobush, Embembe, Ambambokoda, Lambandida, Ara Sukulushi, Embla Mangada, Ogobo, Hendaya, Endudu, Lokomon, Lekamblas, Leke, Zukura, Romoda, Zambida, Endala Kikos, Endala Kesai, Endala No Murebisha, Le Kalabana, Obrokiba, Endeba Mamayo, Pompala Bikano Sur, Rekasanabas, Kembloba Kalandas, Rekemboloboko, Bambandadas, Randandeke, Lokobosh, Lekende, Nanaha, Nanaha, Obomo, Lakabidibe, Brokus Black, Enda Plus, Kamana Nasa, Lobo Namamiga, Homro Kuladi, Rakamala Dise, Homo Kladi, Embla Mapa, Orodo Oh, 
Say this, Holy Spirit, thank you for what you have accomplished. I believe great things were accomplished, were accomplished when we prayed. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. 
If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 